Well, good Wednesday noonday to you. This is the day the Lord's made, and I re will rejoice and be glad in it. I hope you're having a good, good Wednesday today. We rejoice with those who rejoice, and we we weep with those who weep. We want to continue to pray for those in our church who are struggling these days uh, from uh, various sicknesses. And if you're one of those listening, may the Lord bless you. We're praying for you. We love you, and we miss you at church. And we look forward to seeing you back here as soon as you can. Well, we're talking these days about timely answers from God's Word. And we're using Proverbs 15.23 as our theme. Proverbs 15.23. It's a great verse. Let me read it to you. A person has joy in giving an appropriate answer. I have great joy in being able to answer some key foundational questions as we're asking them and answering them from God's Word. It's a joy to answer questions from God's Word. A person has joy in giving an appropriate answer and a word at the right time. How good is it? Oh, to receive a good answer <clears throat> from the good Word of God. How timely, how wonderful, what a blessing. So today we continue to ask some uh, foundational questions. Uh, questions that we must answer uh, if people ask us, maybe you ask it, as we grow in our faith in Jesus Christ and as we come to understand how God has done things in the world. So here's our question for Last week we talked about what is sin. This week we go a little further. Here's the question for today. Is everyone born into the world a sinner? When we're born into this world, are we born a sinner? Well, that becomes a very important question for us, one that we must understand. Think about all the masses of people in this world, uh, born, born into this world, from the youngest to the oldest, how many people really understand what it means that they have sinned against God? And number two, do they really recognize and accept that they are sinners? Well, until we recognize we're a sinner, we can never see the need for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So today I want us to go to a, a verse in uh, the book of Romans. Romans chapter 5, verse number 12. Paul's talking about this matter of being born a sinner. I believe, yes, the answer is that all of us who are born into this world are born into this world sinners. And we know that because we all sin. Uh, one of those great verses that we'll talk about in a moment talks about how the fact that we all sin. So let's read Romans 5.12. When Adam sinned, sin entered the world. Adam's sin brought death. So death spread to everyone, for everyone sinned. Let me read it again. When Adam sinned, sin entered the world. Adam's sin brought death. So death spread to everyone, for everyone sinned. Now, I've got several uh, things I want to talk about from this verse. I'm just going to take you through the sections of the verse, and we'll just let this be our answer for the question, is everyone born a sinner? Well, number one, Adam's sin against God, Adam and Eve's sin against God, brought sin into the world, or brought worldwide sin. It produced worldwide sin. Oh, the effects of Adam and Eve on 
all generations to come, including all of us born in these modern days of 2021. Listen to these verses from Genesis 3. God said to Adam and Eve, You must not eat of the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden or even touch it. If you do, you will die. So there was the command of God. You have all these beautiful trees in the garden, all this fruit. Can you imagine the fruitfulness of the trees in the Garden of Eden? And God said, Only one tree you cannot touch. It's in the middle of the garden. And you cannot touch it. You cannot eat the fruit of it. Well, Genesis 3, 4. The devil was cunning. And he came in the form of this serpent-like creature. And he this... Uh, beautiful creature-like, uh, serpent-like creature uh, that Satan possessed and came before Adam and Eve, why he questions God's word. And he declares in Genesis 3, 4, God says, don't touch it, don't eat of this fruit, this forbidden fruit in the middle of the garden, but Satan says, you won't die. The serpent replied to the woman. On top of the temptation of Satan, uh, to go ahead and disobey God's word. We read in Genesis 3, 6, the woman saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious and she wanted the, she wanted the wisdom that it would give her, so she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it too. They touched it, they saw it, they touched it, and they ate it. Adam and Eve disobeyed God in the Garden of Eden. As I've said before, sin, sin came into the world in the most beautiful, perfect of places, the Garden of Eden. When man chose to disobey God and sin against God. Well, Adam's sin uh, brought sin into the world. Secondly, Adam's sin brought about death. We, we read this in Genesis 5, 5. It's only two chapters later in summarizing Adam's life. Now, the life span of people was much longer in these early days uh, of, the, of the world. Genesis 5, 5, Adam lived 930 years and then he died. In fact, in Genesis 5, <coughs> you have recorded a number of, this, of these sayings, a number of people's uh, death declaration in the Word of God. Death is all through Genesis 5 5. You read these words over and over. Then he died. Then he died. Then he died. So, number one, Adam's sin against God brought sin into the world. Number two, Adam's sin brought about death. Physical death is associated and connected with sin. Sin and physical death are connected in the Word of God. As Paul says, when Adam sinned, sin entered into the world, and Adam's sin brought death. A third thing, everyone dies who is born into this world. Paul goes on, so death spread to everyone. The, you know, regardless of man's effort to stay alive, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. I just laid my mother to rest. 84 years old. God blessed her with a long life. We're all going to die. I've stood at the grave of little tiny babies and their dear families suffering when little children die. 
and those of middle age and those who are teenagers and those of young adults and those who are old age. Uh, we're all going to die. We're, we see it. We're reminded of it every day in these days in which we live. Death is real and death is coming. Death is coming for us all. Physical death will happen. Then he died, as the Word of God says. Sin is always associated with physical death. But you see, the Word of God says it this way. The wages of sin is death, Romans 6.23. Uh, Paul says in another place, 1 Corinthians 15.56, Sin is the sting that results in death. Sin is the sting that results in death. And then uh, later in Romans 5.21, As sin ruled over all people, it brought them all to death. Well, you see, Adam's sin brought uh, sin into the world, and Adam's sin brought death into the world, and death spread to everyone. All of us will physically die. All of us, it is appointed for a man to die. Every one of us will die. It's now the way it is as a result of the fall of man and the sin of man and Adam. And then he goes on to say this, though. Everyone sins. You see, it's not Adam's fault that I die. It's my fault and my willingness to sin and my sin nature that leads me to death. And it's spiritual death as well as physical death. James chapter 1 describes what happens to us when we sin, that we die spiritually and as we've read here uh, from these other places, Paul says the wages of sin is death. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23, listen to James. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. Death comes because I sin. Oh, when I sin against God, I'm alienated from God. In fact, Paul describes this. When we're born into this world, we're not saved. We're born into this world dead in our sins. You see, sin deadens me to God. Sin separates me from God. Sin keeps me from any desire for God. Spiritual death precedes physical death. But oh, how we must be delivered from death. So how do we live God's word? How do we, what do we do with all of this? Well, everyone's going to die. Everyone's going to die. Everyone I'm speaking to, including the one who's speaking to you, we're all going to die. We must face the reality of death, not ignore it, not run away from it, not hide. Death is always connected to sin. And spiritual death and physical death are the results of a person's sinfulness. Spiritual death exists before we physically die. But here's the great news. There's one who died so that death would die. And his name is the Lord Jesus Christ. The death of death came in the death of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, death on the cross now provides to whoever will believe, listen, eternal life. That's the promise we have. So I conclude with the, one of the greatest promises of the Lord Jesus Christ. I quote this to people all the time. I think about it in my own life. It's a life and death matter whether we believe in Jesus Christ. It's a life and death matter. Listen, 
I close with this promise for eternal life. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. I am the resurrection and the life, the Lord Jesus said. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the good news of the gospel. That when we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, even when we come out of our spiritual deadness and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, we then become those who possess eternal life. That is our promise. That is our promise from the Lord Jesus Christ. And we look forward to our inheritance in heaven and eternal life that is ours in knowing Him. Bless my friends today. In Jesus' name, amen. It's been good to be with you today. May the Lord bless you. I pray that you, uh, if you can, be with us on Sundays, on Wednesdays, as your schedule permits. Take care of yourself these days. God bless you. And have a wonderful, wonderful day.